If you can hear Chicago PD in the background, you know what that means. It's another exciting WNBA season preview edition of the Airbuds podcast. My name is Jamel Johnson, you motherfucking beautiful listener. Hello, my name is Mike Banner. Is it going to happen? Are we going to hear it again? No. I hey! Fixed it. hey Banner, fixed Banner it. fixed it. Yeah. We did it. Look at us. Oh, uh, hi. I'm Mike Banner. What's good, Mike? You know what's good is the WNBA season, which is Ooh. kicking off tomorrow. Tomorrow Ooh. night, my friend. Does anyone Saturday have night. eyes? Does anyone have eyes on Cabby Pondexter? Let's start where we need to start. You know what? I should have prepared something about Cappy. Let's go to her. Uh, Take a look. Let's click in. Should quick. we do a uh, a regular um, segment called No Cappy? Uh, well, I don't like the name of it. Yeah, I just try to do something with No Cap, but I don't think I. I, I, I don't think we need to. Uh, Cappy posted on Instagram four days ago. Uh, it's a video of her being interviewed on court. Of uh, having her uh, jersey retired um, uh, for Rutgers. Um, There's also a great picture. The one before that is uh, her at an All Star game. Everyone's hair is extremely straightened. Extremely. And they're all looking at a Blackberry. Except for Maya Moore, she's a uh, she's going with something you know at least yeah, she, she not like flat a, ironed to death. Yeah, yeah. Two. Okay, so Swin Cash and Maya Moore. Not flat iron to death. Everybody else, the flattest, the the straightest hair. Yeah, in um, American history. Well, that's our segment. No cappy for this week. Yep. <laughs> uh, if you listen, hit us up uh, at Airbuds Pod. Tell us a, a better segment for our week, or better title for our weekly Cappy Pondexter segment. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Give us some names uh, and write up some segments. Maybe. We do. We we call it LeBron James kidnap me. Uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> we'll we'll probably workshop that a little bit too. But um, you did hear it here first. I feel like we're one of five media outlets that even got close to talking about that. Yeah. You know what? We we meant to come back to that. Oh my god! Wait. I'm just yeah. noticing that uh, Cappy Pondexter has her own NFT collection. Oh yeah, really bananas looking. It looks like they're on meth or some sort of like crocodile. You know what? Hold on. How how much do you think a Cappy Pondexter NFT is going to go for? Uh, I'm going to say low hundreds, couple hundred. Oh, you have to like. Do you have to? Oh wait, here we go. Okay, Cappy. They don't even come up in the uh, search bar if you look for it. Okay, price for Cappy Pondexter is point two five Ethereum. What is how much is point two five Ethereum? I ooh two thousand seven hundred dollars for one of those little dudes. Yeah, for a Cappy Pondexter NFT. That is yikes. <laughs> uh. Go to patreon.com slash pod and sign up because we need a lot more uh yeah if a lot more Patreon enough, subscribers we'll if we're gonna buy a Cappy Pondex or NFT. We'll buy one. I swear to God, we'll get the light blue one. Do you think Liz Cambage has an NFT? She does. Well, what is it? Is it just it's like a diamond bit? horse? 
Oh, great. Oh, you know what? Okay, I know what this is. I'm sorry. This is... Have you heard about the horse racing NFTs? No. You can buy a whole, a fake horse and then have it race as an NFT. And these are just uh, auto-generated horses that have the name Liz Cambage or Lizzie Cambage. Horse name Lizzie? Yes, please. Uh, before we, we jump into the season preview, uh, you know, let's talk about Brittany Griner real quick. Um, yeah. Still in Russia on uh, what I, you know, I think I said maybe a podcast or two ago that I think I think these are trumped up charges. I think these are not real. I think she's being framed, uh, and uh, she's still in Russia, and the United States government has officially um, uh, labeled her case as her being wrongfully uh, uh, wrong. I, what's the exact term? Wrongfully Wrong. incarcerated. So they're oh, like okay. the, the United States are officially as of this week working to negotiate her release and hopefully uh we can see her and uh see her play uh a WNBA game. Interesting. You think she gets out, she's straight back to work? I don't know uh what like I don't know would, what's happening in that prison, how well she's being treated or how how she's eating or if she's getting to work out. But I imagine, you know, she's one of the tougher people in the WNBA. I can imagine. she's definitely, she's won a couple oligarchs, a few million rubles, you know what I'm saying? She's yeah. been, she has been an unwilling participant in the mob success. You got to think that's getting her some points in jail. She's got a decent bed and some workout equipment. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, come home, Brittany Griner. Um, we love you. We hope you're doing okay. And the Phoenix Mercury probably need you. Um, do you would you fair? Would it be fair to say that uh, that they go from contender to non-contender without Brittany? Uh, pretty much, dude. I don't. Yeah, ain't really shit you could do about that, Holmes. It's yeah. weird that the Mercury are even playing basketball. It's weird that they're even playing basketball. I mean, I know it's not, but it's just like, it's just weird that their social media is like, hey, are you ready for our You know, I don't know if I've like opener? caught like, there. Are y'all ready? Yeah, it must be really tough to be like, well, our friend and teammate is incarcerated in an enemy country. Be uh, sure to come out for bobblehead night. <laughs> Yeah. Like they I really are just like rolling like nothing's going on. What do you think the I last mean, time they tweeted about Brittany Griner is? Probably four or five months ago. I mean, what choice do they have? The last time they tweeted was October 8th. Wait, I'm sorry, no. The last time they tweeted was October 13th, 2021. They they tweeted a highlight of her dunking. Smart. And then they have not tweeted anything since their player has been incarcerated in Russia. Yeah, man, this, this is fucked up, dog. There's nothing they can do, man. And that's yeah. for this, that reason. I am out. Yeah. Well, you know, they still have Skylar Diggins-Smith and Diana Taurasi. Look, yeah, that. what I'll say is I'm guessing the Mercury are about to become a, a fantasy basketball goldmine. Just a lot of minutes. That's a good randoms, point. Randoms, you know, it's like time to pick up diamonds to shields. Yeah, time to Diamond pick up shields. Who uh, retweeted 
noted notable racist uh, sports outlet Outkick the other day. And I'm like, does she know what Outkick is? Yo, athletes don't know shit, bro. All That's they true. know is we play basketball, and it doesn't really matter the gender. Like I know the WNBA is better at being aware of social justice or like social issues rather, but like the player, one player doesn't know shit but hooping. But also, like, so I didn't think much of it because the tweet was basically just it was about JJ Redick, uh, basically calling Mad Dog racist. And like, if you just saw the headline, you were like, JJ Redick, like gets upset over like mad dogs bullshit blah 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 or whatever but then i was like i saw she retweeted it and then i was like that's outkick and i clicked the link and i'm like oh this is like saying some pretty wildly racist stuff and talking about how jj reddick is a bitch <laughs> and i'm like i don't know if she read the i don't know if she clicked the link is my my thought she might not have read the whole thing yeah or she went to maryland she didn't go to maryland no um yeah i'm picking her up in fantasy though for sure yeah, why not? Come on, that's a fantasy. I mean, and they got Tina Charles. I don't know how long Tina's gonna last. You got to think at some point. Tina's She's been in the league be- for like forty years at this point before the WNBA even started. She was in the WNBA in nineteen eighty six. <laughs> Somehow she had her own league. Yeah, one woman WNBA, and she was a child. Yeah. Um, Jamel, I mean, how how do you want to do this? What do you, you just want to pick? Who do you think is going to be? Who's the favorites in the in the league of the twelve teams? Uh, okay, favorite of the favorites, top favorite for me, Jamel Johnson. Right now, I think I'm gonna have to say you're a Las Vegas Aces. Poor K. I mean, they got rid of Cam Beige, dog. You think Cam Beige was holding them down for sure, a hundred percent. Cam Beige, very skilled, very large, very much not team first, not a leader. What about Angel McCautry? I would say she is pretty team first, is a leader, no longer with the Aces. Well, just old, just no knees. She just doesn't have any cartilage. She's pretty, good for, the, she's pretty good for the Aces last season. This year before, she was pretty good. The oh. year after that was kind of a little less. Never mind. Uh, do you think uh, Derek Hamby could uh, pick up a lot of minutes and 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 points where Liz Cambage left? I mean, that's what they're counting on. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the sky are just as yeah. good as they were last year. Yeah, and they basically replaced are, you know shitty. Yeah, they replaced Stephanie Dolson with Emma Miesman, so it's like You're you lose 2019. MVP, right? Or finals MVP? Finals MVP. I mean, she's a great shooter, better score. So you probably lose something on defense. But Dawson wasn't that fast. You just you lose a little height on the defensive end, but everything else is a plus. So they're probably, you're right. They're actually Chicago, but repeating is hard. What do you think about the uh, LA Sparks? I think the Sparks are a dumpster fire. <laughs> go on i think the sparks are fucked up i think Derek fisher i mean as long as how he's does in he charge, still have a job it's just gonna look crazier and crazier i don't know how good taya cooper was okay i don't but for her to not make a roster you know she's got murals in the city 
It's um, it's crazy that they added Liz Cambage and Kennedy Carter. <laughs> it's just like, well, uh, team chemistry won't be affected, right, guys? Yeah, like, you added two goons. You added two goons. You added someone who who got into a fight with um Courtney Williams and the team sided with Courtney Williams like which is crazy it's crazy they suspended you Kennedy Carter like they're like and I don't know I, yeah there's a lot and then Zowie B Amanda Zowie B gets suspended for the whole year so they only got one center it's Liz not dependable yeah it's also she's in LA now which um I mean, as we've been saying on this podcast for years, was going to be her ultimate final yes. destination, the place where she always was destined to belong and be. But, like, I don't know, because she has aspirations beyond basketball. It almost seems like basketball is, like, the fifth thing she wants to do. It there's it's a, It is a 12% chance that she misses an official team activity to take a general meeting. <laughs> Now, I don't know if that activity is a meet and greet, an autograph signing, a practice, or maybe even a game. You think she she would miss a game to, like, go DJ somewhere? If it was like, you know, it's like, look, we need you to play uh, a fish DJ in Shark Tale 3, but you steal the movie. It's like, yeah, she's probably going to miss that game. And they're playing the uh, the Indiana Fever. Yeah, she's missing that game because she wants to play. She was there a Shark Tale two two. I kind of in my head, I assume there was, but it might not have been. I believe you. I'm just gonna believe you. There was one. Thanks, dude. Believe all podcasters. <laughs> um, what about your Washington Mystics? How do you I feel mean, about that? Elena Deladon maybe back to full strength for the first time in three years? All I can say is she played in two preseason games. She played in the one preseason game. Uh, Why do they only she, do one preseason game? Well, because the season is it's five minutes. That's true. That's a good point. There, They did like – there was like an unofficial – I saw te- teams were linking up for like scrimmages – before the one preseason game. That's nice. And some people did do too, but yeah. Point is, Elena is available to start the year. Uh, looks looks good. She's fighting for rebounds. She's playing tough on the, on the low block. That's all I can ask. I don't know how long it could be sustained. Our rookie looks really good. Looks like she's going to be a defensive menace. Blocks, boards. I think she's just going to be in everybody's ass. And we got the best player from Team Japan, uh, Rui Machida. Machida. Mm. You got two Ruiz in. Uh... We got two Ruiz in the city. This Rui is fast as hell and a pretty good passer and seems to be a decent shooter. There's only one person on the roster that knows Japanese, but we look we look like. I don't know. Alicia Clark is still... I'm worried Alicia Clark isn't going to play this year. I mean, as soon as camp started, she put out a long post about being afraid. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right. I, you don't want to... I'm glad she's feeling feels comfortable telling us where she's at, but 
you don't want your um your your star free agent veteran championship experience wing talking about being afraid to play basketball. Is she afraid that someone's gonna run up and hit her like like Will Smith and that yeah. guy at the Dave Chappelle show? Yeah, she's afraid she's gonna get Dave Chappelle. Did you did you look into that guy at all? Man, that guy's just, a, that's an interesting fellow. <laughs> I just keep seeing his elbow turned around backwards. So he apparently is a uh, a like twenty four year old uh, Trump supporting rapper. What who uh, was obsessed with Dave Chappelle to the point where he apparently wrote and he has a song on Spotify about Dave Chappelle, and it sounds like he has kind like that he released like a couple years ago. And some of the lyrics make it sound like he's predicting that he was going to go to the Hollywood Bowl and beat up Dave Chappelle. Uh, because he doesn't like him? I have no idea. It's hard to tell. I th- it seems like it's hard to tell if he's like he's he hates him or if he admires him and he thinks maybe hurting him would get his attention or something. You know, it's like uh, what that what's that guy that shot Reagan who was just trying to get Jodie Foster's attention? Mark David Chapman? Uh, yeah, yeah. What? I mean, you're right. I, I, ooh. Mm. Who knows? Fascinating story, though. Also fascinating that um, the Hollywood Bowl is not an easy place to, to jump on stage. There are security guards everywhere. He got a knife and a fake gun through security, which is also insane. So it was a real knife, but the gun was fake. Apparently the gun was a replica gun, but he had an actual knife. Uh, and here's here's my conspiracy. You want to hear my conspiracy? Talk to me. This was a plant by Dave Chappelle. Nah, you don't get your elbow twisted around like that in a in a plant. It might have been they went a little too hard on him. I mean that I you know I can't act like they that's found not a crazy possible. guy, a local crazy guy who nah. made a rap song about him and was like, "I'll give you five thousand dollars to let my security group <laughs> crew beat the shit out of you." And he was like, "Yes, Dave, I'll take it." Especially funny given how. Critical day was of Jesse Smolazy. You really you think he did the reverse Smollett? I think he smolled it himself. He smolled it himself, and then that guy got Dave Chappelle. Yes, <laughs> this is all hundred percent fact, my friend. Yo, you heard it here, Firth. Colin Firth. Yeah, you heard it from Colin Firth. I'm Colin Firth, <laughs> little nigga. <laughs> Uh, back to basketball. Uh, what do you think, um, Becky Hammond's effect is going to be at all in Vegas? You got to think that it's going to be a huge improvement over Fudgy, who was obviously a mascot for the team, but maybe, uh, was playing in like eighties basketball mode. Yeah. I mean, I guess you got to think it's the difference. The difference between having Doc and like a Nick Nurse. You think Becky is going to come with some different sets, some new strategies. We're doing some different stuff on defense. I mean, based on, and I mean, her head coach experience is what? Um, a lot she, of summer league, a lot of, a lot of change and shit on the fly. She also, uh, I think she's, she head coached like a, Probably like five or six Spurs games when like oh, yeah. uh, Pop had to sit out. Yes, yeah, she did. I don't know. I think 
do you think she's ever going to come to the NBA? Is this a matter oh. where she's like, I, you know, I tried, I had, you know, I, I had my name thrown in the fucking ring with so many teams, probably just, you know, to make it appear good for them, but they're never going to hire me. So fuck it. I'm going to go be the best WNBA coach of all time. Or do you think if an NBA team came back and was like, Hey, Becky, we want you. If the Lakers think- were like Becky Hammond, come coach us. Would she be like, leave a Becky Hammond sized and shaped like dust cloud behind as she ran to LA. Well, I just don't think it's going to happen now. I think Becky decided like, if you go to the WNBA, they're not going to have you back. It doesn't matter. She could win a million rings. And I think Becky just decided, I I know I could thug this out and probably get a job with the worst team the worst situation and they would probably use me as like PR and not even help me try to win. Or I could just say, fuck that. Go coach women's ball, get some chips or at least just like, you know, feel wanted for real, which I think helps. I mean, I mean, I don't want to go nowhere. I wouldn't go coaching the, uh, the all white guy league. Now that's a movie right there. I go coach in the all white guy league, the, the WNBA, coach, the first black coach in the uh, in the Ku Klux Klan rec league. Yeah, and I gotta <laughs> Jamel, we hate we... Jamel, we hate you. But we God hate damn your it, fucking we guts. Respect your basketball we respect mind. You. You're the only one who understands how to draw up a press. <laughs> so you know, we 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 really love you to have you down here in Tuscaloosa. I mean, but that's my opinion. Yeah. yeah, exactly. My opinion of Becky Hammond is she said, fuck the W, the NBA. I'm going to the W and I'm building myself a legacy. She's going legacy here. Tired of podcasters like me saying that she's a Russian citizen. <laughs> she's going. <laughs> Has she commented on Russia at all? Uh, I'm going to go with no. Oh my gosh. Okay. An article written in 2008 um, headlined, Why Becky Hammond Isn't a Traitor. <laughs> uh, well, so what are the reasons? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want me to, do you want me to read the, this article? Well, just give me a reason. Give me a reason she's not a traitor. This is from Jim Capel. I don't get this whole Becky Hammond controversy. I mean, I see both sides of the issues, but it's not like she betrayed her nation by signing with the Yankees. <laughs> Hammond loves her country. She grew up in Rapid City, South Dakota, with Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Roosevelt practically breathing down her neck from Mount Rushmore. She also loves basketball and earns a salary playing in Russia that is six times the amount she makes with the San Antonio Silver Stars of the WNBA. The end of communism in Russia was a wonderful thing, parentheses. I can't read this. This guy fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm off him. I'm off his. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't does not seem like Becky has commented on Russia or Ukraine. Um, I wonder if she's gotten involved at all with Brittany Griner's situation. I mean, you know, she probably. I'm guessing she sent a text or two through over there to Russia to Putin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's okay. Here's another movie idea. You ready? Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. It's called Putin on the Ritz. And it's about Vladimir Putin (laughs) 
putting on a big show to try to unite Russia and Ukraine again. I. It's like the Muppets, but if Putin was Kermit. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hammond. Call your fucking man, Putin. Get Brittany Griner home. Yeah, just stop this madness. All right, let's uh, let's talk about tomorrow night's games, opening night of the WNBA. Uh, we yeah, have sir. Indiana Fever playing your Washington Mystics. Yay, sir. What do you think is going to happen? I think the Mystics take this. No? I think you got to think the Mystics take this. Yeah, the the Fever, very young team, right? Yeah, they're young. They're, key, they're getting younger by the minute. and um, But the, the one thing they have is our former head assistant is their head coach. So the best thing they have going for themselves is an assistant coach. In theory, yes. I got to give that to the Mystics, I believe. I mean, I'm excited to see uh, Shorty from um, South Carolina. Uh, what's her? The, the little guard with the braids. I don't. It's like, I mean, you know, you know, I don't follow yeah, college yeah. basketball. Little, 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 what's her face? You look that up while I bring up uh, the LA Sparks playing in Chicago against the champion Chicago Sky. Um, yeah, the Sky are going to kick their fucking head in. Yeah, that's there's no way uh, Candace Parker is going to lose this uh, yeah, after no. basically winning a championship on the sole fuel of spite. Just being like, fuck you, Derek Fisher. I'm going to win a championship. There's no way she comes back game one after winning that championship and lets Derek Fisher have satisfaction. Yep. Uh, she's a maniac like all of the greats, and I expect nothing less than her with a cigar in her mouth holding a bat in the locker room. Uh, and uh, Destiny Henderson is who I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Guard, yes. But anyway, yes, uh, I'm, I'm definitely – Definitely, definitely taking Chicago there. Uh, Vegas Aces versus the Phoenix Mercury, two centerless teams at the moment. And I'm, you know, this is tougher to call than I know. I'm down on the Mercury, but you got to think, you know, wounded animals come out swinging hard early in the season. You know what I'm saying? And then, it, and then it starts to fall apart because they can't maintain it. But I, I'm still going with Vegas here. Still going with Vegas. Vegas. I'm going to go with the Mercury. Okay. I think Diana Taurasi is going to give a stirring pregame speech about doing it for Brittany Griner, and she's not going to let them lose. And that's also fair. It's highly possible. Highly possible. How old is Diana Taurasi? She's like, she's like older than me, right? Yeah, she's easily 47 years old. She is 39 years old. I always forget she's from Glendale. California? She's born in Glendale. Armenian? Armenian champion? Maybe. She grew up in Chino, but was uh oh, okay. but was born in Glendale. Wow. She's, she's got born. Chino vibes. That makes more sense in Glendale, right? Yeah, yeah. She definitely seems like the type of person that could have you jumped uh and uh also help you with an oil change. Yeah. Her hair's pulled back so tight that it's like better than a, a facelift. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Final game of tomorrow night, Minnesota Lynx versus the Seattle Storm, whom we have not talked about at all. Now, uh, Seattle, I mean, Seattle just keeps on trucking. Seattle, just through, throughout it all, they will be in the Final Four. You can yeah. guarantee, you can set your watch to it. As long as they have Brianna Stewart, like they, they're they in it. Fun. They're in um, it, and they should be good. And Jewel Lloyd, and I mean, you know. Jewel Lloyd's great. Who knows what's Did they lose anybody the uh, significant? Not from last year, I don't think. Um, yeah, no. They, they just stole, you know, ago, stole but... this at the core. Yeah, exactly. Brianna, Sue Bird, and Jewel Lloyd. But yeah. I think yeah they're they're very good. Brandon Stewart is going to retire as the most accomplished basketball player in the history of the game, men or yep. women. Yep. Um, and five gold medals, I believe so. so how many how five? many college championships? Probably three. I think so. Yeah. Is it a three time NBA champ or WNBA champ? Something like it. A billion All Stars. Uh, yeah, like just. Yeah. Just the greatest. A couple Russian chips. Probably one in Turkey, too. I don't really know. Other than, like, Sylvia Fowles, Kayla McBride, Angel McCautry, Ariel Powers, like, there's not a lot of depth on the Lynx beyond that. Yeah, the Lynx are kind of in the middle of a weird thing. You know, Sylvia Fowles is doing the Derek Jeter. They just cut the Rookie of the Year from two seasons ago. And they brought back Odyssey Sims. Which, like, okay. Uh, remember the time that um, IRL Powers said, yeah, baby, on the court? And then yeah. I tweeted from the Airbuds account something about Austin Powers, that they should reboot Austin Powers with Ariel Powers. Yes, you did. And then she liked it. Yes, I do remember this. It was a big moment for us. Highlight for me. Big time. I do love Ariel Powers. Yeah. Big time tweet from our guy, Mikey Bennard. Yeah. But I can't imagine the Storm losing tomorrow night. I think they're going to come out with uh, a sense of urgency this season. Usual business. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll go with you there. I'll say Seattle, too. Um, let's talk about the fact that there have been insanely brutal cuts. It seems like every team has had to cut at least one or two players that are very good. Yeah, it seems like there could be a roster of cut players that, that could compete. That could beat Indiana. Yeah. Uh now I I you you follow the NBA a little bit better than I do. Uh this is largely in part for to my understanding because while the CBA <clears throat> the new CBA kind of raised uh the, the the pay for the players, um they didn't really adequately adjust the team salary cap. So there's a lot of players that are getting paid more, but then the flip side of that is that teams are not willing to go over the cap. So they're cutting people. Is that accurate to your understanding? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know shit about money. Yeah. Unless you're listening to, uh, unless you listen to Shmoney talk (laughs) on the Airbuds podcast network, I know about that kind of money, but I don't know about CBA money, but I think you're right. I believe you what you're saying. Should we do another round of Shmoney Talk at some point? I knew you was going to say that, and we'll talk about it later. Well, that was weird. Our uh, our, our Zencaster cut out for some reason. We don't know what happened. My bad. I had my OnlyFans up. <laughs> if you want to go, uh, go to OnlyFans.com slash Jamel Johnson if you want to see pictures of his butt. Yep. My little took is. 
I wonder if Russia tried to cut in because they heard us talking about him. Maybe, Probably. maybe they heard the Putin on the Ritz, and they, they want to make about it. Putin on the Ritz. They heard that we was the ones who texted Ukraine about the ship that got sank. And so they want us to do Putin on the Ritz for free now to make up for the boat. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up because, yeah. I mean, we put so much money into that bitch already. It's like, come on. Son. I'm wrapping up on a project. I, you know, I'll have some free time, but. Yeah, I would like to get some money. Yeah, that's true. And don't pay us in rubles. The ruble might be pretty strong right now compared to the Actually, dollar. Think so? Damn. I don't know. Let's see. Becky Hammond, are you listening? Uh dollar to ruble. So one Russian dollar is 64 rubles. I don't know what that means. How strong is the dollar compared to the ruble? Yeah, one American dollar. Oh, it's currently the weakest ever against the US dollar. Yeah, get out of here. I know what I'm talking about. Buy low. Buy low. Yeah, we could get mad oil if we got in right now. That's true. Pay us an oil, Putin. Yeah, let's get let's make Putin on the Ritz. Let's get paid in oil. We flip it back. Then we get we finally put a WNBA team in Philly. Yes, that's what we were ramping up to before it crashed. I was like, we they just need to expand the league. There's too many good players getting cut, uh, and there you know there's cities where I think women's basketball would thrive. Yeah, I think two cities. I'm not saying four. I think four no. might end up being too many teams. But I think yeah, you could bring two right now. I think you could get two. I think you could get one. Probably not Philly, if we're being honest. I don't know. You don't think? You don't think? You don't Unless think like Don Staley becomes like, uh, like, she's beloved in Philly. So she would have to become like the face of that team, I think. No, I feel you. And she's not and like be working overtime. Why would you leave South Carolina when it's the best job in women's basketball? Yeah. And you're um, rocking, but, you're showing up to work in, you know, $200,000 outfits. What if, I mean, but then who who else is beloved? Kalia Cooper, Copper could uh, maybe jump over to a Philly roster. Natasha Cloud as well, which I'm not giving up Natasha Cloud to you fucking bog water ass bums. <laughs> bog water? Fucking yeah. DC is more of a bog than Philly. Y'all got a bog too. Drain your bog, Jamel. <laughs> Get it, yo, bog bog these nuts. You hear me? Like some magic pee, I'm gonna go say I'm, I'm gonna go drain the pot the bog. I'm gonna go drain my bogs. <laughs> uh yeah, who do you think is gonna be the MVP? Let's get on, on that. Who's the MVP right, of go. the upcoming season? Let's go. Uh this year's MVP. Hmm, John Quill Jones. That was going to be my answer as well. Well, I'll be oh, sure. we didn't even talk about the Sun at all, who are maybe outside also as number usual. one, or maybe yeah, maybe not number one contender, but they're up there. They got I mean, they're the returning John Quill Jones. They've got Courtney Williams back. Yep. No, no, they're a really good team, really good defensive team, and you had some scoring. I. Mm, but they just blow it. They blow it every year. That's true. They also like why Connecticut? Why does oh, Connecticut have a team and Philly doesn't? Well, I know you disrespect college because you because of UConn. Okay, yeah, it's exactly because of UConn. Come on, 
You can. What are we supposed to do? They don't have no choice. All right. Well, WNBA is back. I'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot because we're the Airbuds have officially launched our WNBA fantasy league. Yep. The draft is coming up soon. Draft, draft is, is in, in like 43 90 minutes. minutes. And I'm uh, I'm going oh, – wait, no, it's in 45 minutes. Yeah. And I yeah. will not be at a computer, so I'll be trying to do it on my phone. Benner don't know shit about space or time, but he's going to be in that I've draft. Got, I've got family in town. We've got a – plans changed. I was planning on being in front of my computer and recording something with you while we were drafting, and then – Don't you worry your pretty little nuts, Benner. We're going to make it through this. Uh, at Airbuds Pod for all socials, at Nonprofit Comic for Jamel, at Benner, B E N N E R for me. Go to patreon.com slash Airbuds Pod to support us. We love you. Happy basketball. Mm-hmm.